Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. We are two odd, lonely children. And that man is my great-great-grandfather. I'm curious to hear where she's going with this. He'll be staying for a while. Try to be optimistic. Now I kneel before no one. Every creature does what it must to survive. Movie news. Oh, spoke too soon. With Gareth Daly. Right. Good afternoon, Gareth. We are starting with some casting news today. We are, and we're starting with a star of Stranger Things. This is Sadie Sink, who's, I suppose, her, her, her fame has shot up in the last couple of yeah. months because of her success in that series. But she's in a film that actually got a lot of attention as well at the Venice Film Festival. This is a drama called The Whale, mm. which stars uh, Brendan Fraser and it's directed by Darren Aronofsky. And she stars in it too. And she is now set to star in a new film. It's a thriller called Berlin Nobody, which got underway filming at the in, in the German capital, but it also stars Eric Bana. Now, the film is about an American expat and uh, basically played by Bana, who relocates to Berlin to further his research on the epidemic of cult mentality. And when he immerses himself in German uh, cultism, his rebellious teenage daughter, played by Sink, becomes entwined with a mysterious and enigmatic local boy played by a rising German actor Jonas Dassler okay. um, so the film is inspired by a novel that, a 2015 novel called Tokyo but uh, certainly a star on the rise yeah. in Sadie Sink and, and a good film to move on to after The Whale which very we'll good. all be looking forward to seeing yeah, as well Yeah looking forward to that very much Now um, <laughs> we're staying with casting his guard it's always interesting to see what, what project Nicolas Cage takes on next what's he up to? Yeah, there was one stage in his career where you, you know, you knew what he was going to do. He had become that sort of, you know, he had moved, you know, the action movies yeah. and then he had some strong dramas at the time. But then the career got a bit erratic and, you know, he's had some really interesting choices mm. over the last couple of years. But he's going to star alongside Joel Kinnaman in in a movie that is called Sympathy for the Devil. This is a psychological thriller and it's currently filming in Las Vegas. Now, we don't know a huge amount about the plot details but the story follows a character called the driver played by Kinnaman as he finds himself in high stake games of cat and mouse after being forced to drive a mysterious man known only as the passenger That's played Cage, by I'm Nicolas guessing. Cage the passenger yeah, yeah. I, the I, passenger. I can see that yeah 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 so um, <laughs> Luke Paradise has penned the script but as you say makes these kind of interesting choices and you know career up and down Hit definitely and over stuff. the last couple of years <laughs> yes. very much so, but still a draw, I would think. Indeed, yeah. Uh, now, Mark Rylance and Steven Spielberg, they collaborated so well on Bridge of Spies. Are they coming together again, Gart? Yeah, you had Bridge of Spies, you had the BFG, mm. you had Ready Player One. So they do like working alongside each other. So you're right, they're going to join forces again, but this is for a new TV project. He was at the Telluride Film Festival in Toronto. This is Mark Rylance, mm-hmm. and he revealed that they're going to do a historical project. Not only that, his uh, his wife, playwright, composer and director, Claire Van Campen, is also going to be on board the project. Mm. Now, it's said that it's going to explore the Battle of Homestead. This is a 
tragic 1892 labour dispute at Pennsylvania's Carnegie Steel Company, which led to a bloody clash between striking steel workers and security officers working for the Pinkerton Detective Agency. That fight ended up in a pivotal event in US labour history and was a major defeat for the Union of Strikers and a setback for their efforts to unionise steel workers. Okay. Sounds like a curious project. And as you say, they work well together, Mark Rylance and Steven Spielberg. Now, meanwhile, we are waiting, of course, for Steven Spielberg's latest film, The Fablemans. Uh, have we a premiere date yet for it? Yeah, well, it's going to screen at the Toronto Film Festival. And what's what's interesting is that it now has a US premiere at the AFI Festival. And it's going to close that festival on November 6th. Okay. And this is actually just ahead of its cinema release, which is going to be November 11th. So it's loosely based on the filmmaker's childhood and upbringing. It centres on Sammy, a young man growing up in post-World War II era Arizona, who discovers a shattering family secret and explores how the power of films can help him see the truth. It also stars Michelle Williams and Paul Dano. He, uh, Spielberg co-wrote the screenplay alongside Academy Award-nominated screenwriter and Pulitzer-winning playwright Tony Kushner. So uh, that's looking The Fablemans. Yeah, looking forward yep. to that. Now that links beautifully to Spielberg's uh, choice of composer as always, John Williams. We played uh, his new piece of music last Saturday that he, he played at the Hollywood Bowl from Indiana Jones 5. But what news have you for us uh, on John Williams? Well, I thought you'd be interested in this because he was giving some interviews uh, recently and he was asked about his, you know, decades-long career. I mean, think about the franchises that's under his belt. You mentioned the Indiana Jones films, which you've got Harry Potter, Star Wars, Superman, Jurassic Park, to name but a few. But there's one major franchise that has eluded him and he was asked in this interview, you know, would you have liked to done a a score for this? And uh, the the franchise is James Bond. And when asked, he had a three-word response. He said, I'd love to. I'd love it. Now, why so, wouldn't you ask John Williams to score your Bond movie? My goodness. I know. <laughs> now, he has said, hasn't he, that Indiana Jones will serve as his final film score composition. But you know what? If I was the Bond producer, I'd Get on the phone quick. <laughs> Come on, John. One more. And we're about to cast a new Bond. So yeah. what do you think? Um, he's about 30% of the score finished for the Indiana Jones. So obviously you played a small part of that last week. Mm. But that's that one's going to be out the 30th of June 2023 but maybe there's one more you never know you never know All right. uh, what about Trailer Watch this week yeah this is a semi-autobiographical film it's a drama called Armageddon Time it has a really good cast Oscar winner Anne Hathaway Emmy winner Jeremy Strong and Oscar winner Anthony Hopkins take a quick listen something's bugging you what is it sometimes kids say bad words about the black kids who's that somebody from my old school Did they ever come to your house? What do you do when that happens? Obviously nothing, of course. You think that's smart? My mother, you know, when we came over here, we didn't have much. Why'd she come here? Because they wanted to kill her, that's why. They were soldiers, and sometimes they go out looking for Jews. They hated us then, and they still hate us. So we got on the boat and we came over here to America, the land of dreams. Yeah, Garrett, I like the look of that. Armageddon time. 
Yeah, and as I said, the director, James Gray, kind of centres on his upbringing in Queens and New York during the 1980s. It's been billed as a deeply personal story on the strength of family, the complexity of friendship and the uh, pursuit of the American dream. It's a great cast mm-hmm. in it with Hathaway and Strong playing his parents and then his grandfather played by Anthony Hopkins. Uh, it had one of those kind of really long um, standing ovations at the Cannes Film Festival, <laughs> one seven many, minute yes. one. We've okay. been hearing a lot about those yeah. from the recent film festivals. <laughs> does it mean something? Yes, of course it does. Um, and it's uh, played Telluride recently, but it's going to be released um, in November. So that's yeah, Armageddon time. To it. Armageddon time. All right. Uh, let us come to new releases in our cinemas, starting with See How They Run. How much longer do you intend to hold us all hostage? Or is that the idea? Gather all the suspects and interrogate each of us in turn until the mystery is solved. Marvin Kokonar's overrated playwright. Celebrate it, Vera. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I can't read my own handwriting. There was an incident. I'll kill you. It's as good as a confession. It's not jump to conclusions, Constable. What do we have here? <laughs> Working late, huh? killed Kaepernick to hush up the affair. Case closed. I'm doing it again, aren't I, sir? Jumping to conclusions. Yeah, Garrett, that is uh, See How They Run and uh, I, I think a comedy is most welcome at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think the makers <laughs> of this watched Knives Out and thought, we'll do a funny version of that. Yes, yes. But this one's set in the West End of 1950s London. Plans for a movie version of a smash hit play come to an abrupt halt after the film's Hollywood director is murdered. Really good cast. You heard Saoirse Ronan there, Sam Rockwell, Adrian Brody, Ruth Wilson and Harris Dickinson. So yeah, you've seen this? I really enjoyed it. You know, it's, it's non-taxing entertaining sit back bit of comedy as I say most welcome and it's really tightly edited which I liked you know it's in the murder mystery genre with sort of a satirical farcical edge plenty of laughs but I I thought a good balance between the playfulness and the intrigue Uh, super cast as you say I mean it's lovely to hear Sir Sharona using her own accent and her comedy timing is great and she is sort of this um, <laughs> she's doing her very best with the job shall we say but she's up against this world weary uh, detective Sam, Sam Rockwell who's uh, trying to show her how it's all done and the two of them I thought were super together so it's a lovely watch this weekend yeah I would certainly recommend it so that is See How They Run what else have you for us? We have Bodies 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 this is a group of rich 20-somethings who plan a sort of hurricane party at a remote family mansion a party game goes awry in a fresh and funny look at backstage stabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong. Um, And then on limited release as well, we have Both Sides of the Blade. This is a romantic drama set largely over a few short days in wintry Paris. Radio presenter played by Juliette Binoche and her ex-con husband played by Vincent Linden have been happily living together for years until Sarah has a chance encounter with Francois, an old flame and uh, former best friend and which forces her into interrogate her feelings for both men Claire Denis directs it looks really interesting as I said that's unlimited release as well called Both Sides of the Blade Great and a TV movie? Yeah a bit of fun actually in terms of you know when you're talking about just not having anything too serious yeah. uh, this I think kind of works as well it's about an ageing music executive with a preference for younger women finds himself falling for his girlfriend's mother when she nurses him back to hell <laughs> I think we're talking attack. Jack Nicholson here are we? We certainly are and <laughs> Diane Keaton as well and you've got a great support 
supporting cast in Keanu Reeves, Francis McDormand, Amanda Peet and John Favreau. It's something's gotta give. It's light, but it's fun and it's on RT1 tonight at 9.20. Great stuff, Gareth. Thanks a million. Thanks, Aideen. 